0: Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 60. This is Tanil. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play the second message from Tanil Mian. However, it might actually be the first. Let me explain. In Episode 55, Child of the Sun, I noted that I had moved on to my second cassette of saved messages, but that I could not be sure the messages on this second tape were all recorded after the messages on the first. In fact, the timelines of the two tapes overlap, and I now believe I likely alternated between the two tapes in the fall of 88 and winter of 89. This makes me think that perhaps the message for this week came before the message I played from Tennille in episode 52, especially since in that message she says it is Tennille again, indicating she had called previously. Of course, it is also possible I did not save the message that came before Tennille again. After all... She was editor of Grey City Journal, where I was a writer, so she probably called me more than a few times. Regardless, I am happy to report that I was able to reach to Neil via telephone and record her reflections on this week's message. The message is another example of my haphazard duplication method, since it skips around and cuts off some of her words. It comes from either the fall of nineteen eighty-eight or the winter of nineteen eighty-nine, and is about nineteen seconds long. Immediately after it plays, we will hear Tanil's response. Here we go. Hi, Paul.
1: Uh, this is Tanil. Um, I have. I need some. Uh, um. I mean, if you can. Um please come not can you give me a call you know whenever or you can leave a message at my place thanks a lot bye bye it's funny it's really funny it takes me back to that place 30 years ago being 22 years old and I must have been putting together an issue of Grey City Journal and how but also how listening to my voice and it took me there.
0: When do you remember first starting to work for the Grey City Journal?
1: 85 or 86 I started working at Grey City. I had a friend working at Grey City Journal, uh, Lauren Rosenthal, who was the editor the year before I was. And I ended up writing and putting in poetry, and mostly poetry, and... The summer of 88 or fall of 88, I took over as editor, And we were a, a very liberal journal. And back then, University of Chicago was a very conservative school. And so we got panned a lot. People, they would make fun of us. So a funny story I remember was April Fools. Maybe it was 88 or 89, we decided to make fun of ourselves. You know, made really bad poetry. And published an old article and covered it up with a lot of art so that you couldn't even see the article and nobody got it. People just thought that we were just publishing a regular issue and it was just badly done. You know, nobody of the people who actually would make fun of us got the joke and then the people who we normally publish were like, what happened to the issue? But on the gray city it opened me to the community and then also you know the experience like every Thursday night I worked through the night to publish the paper and we would get the paper to the the printer at about like three or four o'clock in the morning and Lauren Rosenthal who continued working on the paper after when I became editor she and I would spend a lot of After we got the paper in at the Tiki, that was kind of like our ritual. We'd go to the Tiki, and we'd sit and have banana daiquiris and chicken wings that still had long feathers on them. Um, Another interesting, weird story. So I lived in Switzerland for about 10 years for work, and I I was working there. And while I was there, I actually got divorced, and I wanted to change my name back to my maiden name. My name was Taneel McKay for a while, and I was changing it back to Taneel Neon. And you have to change your name during the divorce proceedings. Women's rights are very odd in Switzerland. They wanted proof of my maiden name. And I was born in Pakistan, so I had a copy of my original birth certificate, but it did, that one didn't fly because it was in Urdu. And... My parents from New York sent me, because my dad kept everything, and he kept all every single issue that I published or had an article or anything printed in, and he sent me everything. And I took issues of Gray City Journal with either my poetry or my name as editor into them to like the official government center in Zurich to, to prove to them what my maiden name was.
0: What a fantastic story. I love that her father saved old issues of the Gray City Journal. I hope the University of Chicago will continue to expand the availability of the newspaper online. As of now, the most recent issues of the Maroon and Gray City Archived on the university website, come from 1987. As for the Tiki, which Tanil mentions visiting after late nights assembling the paper, it closed in the year 2000. But I will talk more about the House of Tiki in a future episode. I want to conclude this week's episode by giving many thanks to Tanil for sharing her stories. If you have stories about a phone answering machine message or any other comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.